Warning, this podcast has been rated T because it's terrible. This is two friends talking, often forgetting the recording, going into diatribes about very sensitive topics, including, but not limited to, violence, including sexual and self-harm, drug use, and almost anything else, all handled in a way that if my mother-in-law were to hear it, I'd be embarrassed, but not ashamed. Welcome to Join My Cult. I am your host, Redstone, and uh, this week's episode, uh, although it is dropping in early April 2021, the, the recording is all the way back from August 15th, 2019. This episode, we focus on magic um, as an alternative spiritual practice um the stupid thing is i am trying to convince someone who repeatedly tells me he's not into spirituality uh to adopt a spiritual practice um and clearly the idea of all this should be if you have a spiritual practice that is problematic we can replace it with one that uh, scientifically is shown to work and uh, we can remove the problems so that's the whole point of this why I'm trying to convince my good friend who keeps telling me he has no interest in spirituality uh, to adopt it is silly and beyond me but here we go uh, here's the episode Today's episode should not be serious at all. It's um, actually why don't why don't we start? Hey everybody, welcome to uh, join my cult. Uh, I am Redstone, and the point of this podcast is I am trying to convince my good friend Rom to join my cult. Rom here, and I was definitely not actively looking at my exposed belly button when this podcast started. <laughs> Well, just moments ago, we were debating whether or not I was going to smoke some weed for the first time in like three days. Um, and so to start this podcast, you're going to hear a little bit of uh, background noise. Great. And that's really the ASMR that we want people to come back to join my cult for. Not really looking for like, you know, amusing anecdotes or interesting spiritual insights or funny jokes. They're certainly not going to find any of those three things here. Instead, what they're going to get is uh, the two of us, uh, Redstone and Romulus's, uh, just kind of being idiots. So perfect. And I am not done vamping because, of course, you need to wash down that cotton mouth with a nice tall glass of water, of which I also have a nice tall glass of water because I spent three hours doing yard work this morning and pulling vines uh, out of a large tree that was in my front yard. Uh, the more I do gardening, the more I'm convinced that plants are aliens. 
like the root systems that I've had to dig out and just like the way that vines like grow and wrap around tree branches and like slowly suffocate the life out of them while like blooming and blossoming is goddamn terrifying. It is some of the most like brutal stuff I've ever seen in my entire life. So you're you're saying that from the perspective of a human being which has utterly raped this planet that like strangling a tree Coming in hot that, that that strangling a tree is very alien to you I'm as, saying as, that, you, like, as you were murdering that plant right back like like it really sucks if i like go down to like a department store and i buy a piece of clothing that i didn't know was like advancing the causes of like child labor in a foreign country like that feels a little shitty but like i've never personally gone and just like strangled someone slowly to death while also taking money away from them because that's definitely what that vine is doing to that tree out in my front yard like over the course of like decades that tree was like i'm doing pretty good here and this vine just came along and was like do 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 just gonna snake around your trunk and climb up into your branches all your nutrients are mine i just want to point out that he did specifically specify i've never strangled someone while also robbing them that yeah, it, that was the like i have not done those two acts together i'm not an idiot i've seen double jeopardy i know what to say <laughs> uh, so uh man to, oh you know, Red, you really need to lead us into today. I did something for you mm -hmm. listeners out there, of which there are none. I did something which I've never done before for this podcast in that I looked at the things that Redstone sent to me in advance. And uh, I watched some YouTube videos. I did not read the 44-page manifesto that was also <laughs> sent along with those things. But I did watch some YouTube things while I was making my wife breakfast and then while I was inside cooling off from doing yard work. I was really worried you were about to say, and then when I was inside her. <laughs> just oh, I don't just know watching gonna... a video on philosophy while I plow my wife. <laughs> I don't know if I would be quite that intimate in my details uh, with, with viewers and listeners quite yet, but uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. Again. Maybe you'll find out if I have sex with my wife or not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I do. <laughs> Again, as you already pointed out, there are no listeners. I mean, specifically because this is the fourth episode we're recording, and I haven't finished recording the intro for these yet. So, oh, by the way, I don't even know if you know this. There's like a whole intro and outro I've been working on where I do a theme song. This is great. Let's talk about stuff about the podcast while the podcast is recording. Perfect. I, I mean, love every part. You, you understand there is this weird ability. I mean... I'm learning all of this on the fly, but there's this thing called editing audio. Totally. You say you are editing audio. All I know is once a week, I get together with my chuckle fuck friend <laughs> and make joke em ups and talk about religion. And then that product magically goes away. So I don't know what's going to go out there or not. I mean, as, as I've frequently told you before, if nothing comes out of these recording sessions other than we got to sit around for an hour to two hours and bullshit with each other... With each other? Yeah, speaking of mumble mouths. Um, yeah, man, get it out. Get it out now. Bullshit Red with tampon, yellow tampon. Red, <laughs> Red tampon, tampon, yellow, yellow tampon. tampon. Um, I'm going to actually like edit that so it's totally in sync. Because um, it sounded in sync for me. Which is a yeah, shitty sounded, band. Which is yeah, a I was shitty... about to say. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. All right. No, no, no. That's which, fine. Which is a worse boy band? Uh, in sync... 
uh, Backstreet Boys or New Kids on the Block? Okay, so New Kids on the Block, they were like really from the like early to mid '90s. I feel like, right? Like they they came before, way before NSYNC, way before Backstreet yeah, Boys. Yeah, they were my first boy band that I was like, "Fuck, this is bullshit. I hate this." Sure, but like I, I'm a few years younger than you. My sister really got into NSYNC, and then like also Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, and like there was a few other ones uh, as well. Um, I've been to NSYNC concerts. Really? Um, yeah, okay. multiple NSYNC concerts. Uh, I don't know, man. They're fine, you know. Like I, I, you know, like we were talking with our buddy the other day uh, about. James Cameron, and he was immediately like, "Oh, the guy who did Titanic and Avatar," and I was like, "Yes, those decent films. Yeah. Yes, he did those." Yeah. And he was like, "No, fuck everything that guy's ever done." And then we proceeded to take a joint dump on our friend for having this <laughs> point of view that was just like, like a Joe Rogan talking point. Like, no, James Cameron is a fine individual. He's made billions of dollars because he's managed to understand how like pop culture has evolved from like the 90s action shoot 'em up that would enjoy everybody to like the romantic sci-fi plot that would get everyone to enjoy it anyway i mean i i just we have to stay on avatar for just a moment longer because uh i had i finally watched it just a couple years ago like well after it had been out because everyone in my uh family my my in-laws basically were like, how have you never seen Avatar? I'm like, well, because I know it's basically Fern Gully and, and Dances with Wolves all combined. And they're like, you're just going to watch it. And I will say, it is a really solid movie. It, it is nine different things all at once, but it seems to work out. And it's one of the first times in a long time I saw uh, an actual, the villain of this story, the the like commander guy actually has like a whole complicated reasoning like he cares about his guy like he's he's a you may not like what he does but you can at least sympathize with him which was great to see in a major blockbuster film yeah he's a tragic character yeah yeah i mean he's not nearly as uh he was more sympathetic than thanos ends up being from um endgame sure um and so, yeah, I don't know, like uh, maybe about like five or six years ago, maybe even longer ago than that, I was really inspired by another podcast, actually, My Brother, My Brother and Me, to kind of just like stop being as negative and critiquing of other things as I used to be. And so like, yep, I could totally take a dump on boy bands right now. I could take a dump on James Cameron for making a movie that I didn't think was the pinnacle of movie dumb. But like my wife and I just the other day. Uh, just like last week, went and saw a short indie film called like Sword of Truth or Sword of Trust or something like oh, that. Oh, with um, Mark Marin. Yeah. Oh, I got to see that. How was it actually? So, like, you know, Mark Marin finds a sword that uh, proves that the South won the Civil War, which like immediately like a blood vessel <laughs> in my brain popped. <laughs> um, and we like went and saw it, and like we walked out of that movie, and it was a it was a fine movie. Like, is it the best indie film I've ever seen? No. Is it the worst indie film I've ever seen? No. And like, I felt like I could have walked out of that movie and just been like, I didn't like this about it, I didn't like that about that about it. But it was like, you know what? It was eighty eight minutes on a summer day. It was pretty good. That's all it needed to be. And like, that's fine if Avatar is that too. Like, I don't know. I yeah. Like. And the same with boy bands. Let's bring it back to the boy bands, right? Like, I want it that way. Catchy as hell. Bye, bye, bye. Catchy as hell. 
uh, tearing up my heart. Catchy as hell. I don't know any New Kids on the Block songs. I think I know one of the Weird Al parodies of it. They're probably all catchy as hell as yeah. well. Just like the Jonas Brothers in One Direction are. It's just like, it's not my jam. I'm into like either like punk rock or bluegrass right now. So it's just not going to do anything for me. Yeah. I, I I will say I, as I get older, I'm having to relax that that feeling as well because I I like sour gummy worms. They are not oh, gourmet yeah. food. Fuck yeah, dude! Sour yeah. things are the shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, like the, destroy my tongue, please. <laughs> Wreck my mouth. Right, and that's this. The worst part is I do prefer like the ones that are like I just had the second bite of this candy and already like my mouth is regretting it. I'm like, yes, please. Where do I find these things? Yeah. And unfortunately it turns out it's kind of like what I'm told weightlifting is like, cause I only did it for like the three months with you, if that, but it's like, as you do it, you get stronger. So then it's like, now it's nearly impossible. Now I'm like, I put three warheads in my mouth just to feel something. Yeah. I you know what you got to do now. Put them up your butt. <laughs> Uh, really get a sense of the flavor there. <laughs> there is a lot of talk that like we should classify the thing like some of the sensations of your anus as tasting. Because mm. I mean cuz you you know when you had a spicy poop, right? Okay, you know what? After spicy poop, let's hard pivot into what we were going to talk about this week and what I actually did the research for, like a good boy does. I was a good research student boy uh and what did i what did i do good research boy student stuff on redstone well it sounds like you watched the videos on um i sent him the video of way of teaching him uh hermeticism and western esoteric systems by way of alan moore wants to destroy the world with comic books basically to teach him hermeticism and also, I hope we'll transition into chaos magic at some point. Uh, by the way, first off, this will not be a lesson on how to do it. This is just like maybe this is like, going to be a lesson in how to destroy the world. <laughs> well, I mean, we are trying to like this. I okay. Here, I'm going to start this off with saying this podcast, if it ever makes it to the internet, is basically my version. I view this as alan moore viewed some of his work as this is a magic spell i am trying to cast a spell on you to change your reality to see things differently so I'm um one i'm at a negative ability right now <laughs> so <laughs> um i'm gonna cast the magic spell of end <laughs> skype call here pretty soon <laughs> and then i just edit edit roms replies from other shit of like you're great you're great redstone Actually, could you just say that once? Because I don't think you've ever said that. Sure. Um, You're great, Redstone. How was that? Was that a clean cut? Did you get that? That was good. Okay. Um, so, so the... Should we do some other things, too? That sounds good. I'm against children. <laughs> How's that? Is that fine? Oh, you've said that at least three times before. We should go back on the gold standard. Was that also fun? Do you want any more of these? or Nazis are great. Oh, wait, that's... I'm going to edit that one out. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I'm trying to get you to say shit. Um, it doesn't work well when you say it. You figured it out. <laughs> I bugs bunnied you. <laughs> you did. This is why. This is why smoking weed during the podcast was probably a bad idea. 
So today's topic is the idea of magic. Magic is real. In a sense. Yeah. All right. Like, let's just... Can, can you very briefly give a yes. primer on, like, hermeticism? And by briefly, I mean, I know you're stoned, so I'm definitely going to have to steer you off and on track. But, like, you know it much better than I do. So, you... Uh, Good start. Yeah. Solid give, start. Give me a second to, like, coop myself up after all that shit. Okay. So, while I'm, Redstone is taking... I'm going to be cutting give, out I'll, the pauses, man. Pauses are okay. No, no, no. Pauses are terrible. So, here is my perception of Hermeticism after watching a 17-minute video by a guy who thinks he's Chris Hardwick and sounds like Weird Al Yankovic. Um, talking about Alan Moore's books. And he looks Basically, like Chris... Looks like the wiener guy that does Saturday morning breakfast cereal comics. I don't even know where to go with that sentence those were english words arrayed in an order that i have never imagined that's that's magic for you okay so as i understand hermeticism it's basically this idea that humans experience the world and there is stuff out there but how we perceive them, that is how that information is transferred through our eyes or ears or mouth or whatever it is, there is a translation. And that translation process is magic. And what we actually perceive to be out there may not actually be what's out there. Um, it's the idea of if you're two-dimensional, you could be looking at something and think it's a dot, and then it could turn sideways, and suddenly it's a line. And the idea that you can practice magic and that means you can perceive different things that was my basic understanding of hermeticism let's let red take it that, away. that actually was more succinct and very that was great um part of the magic thing is not uh all that was completely true the next bit is the changing of your own perception and the perception the perception of others is basically changing the reality of that person and uh, hermeticism gets into it is hacking your own mind. Um, I, I so here here's a question for you: Do you think, Rom, that we can ever get rid of all of our biases? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Well, that that is that is a big foundation for the postmodern look at magic, which is as human beings, we're hardwired for stupid shit. <laughs> we are <laughs> hardwired for all sorts of things and you can manipulate your reality by focusing on some of those different aspects of ourselves that we're hardwired for or just by f f doing things like rituals by by doing certain so there's two aspects of this one is the self magic which is where you do rituals and whatnot to influence yourself, to convince yourself that I, I have the aspect of Batman's intelligence because I did a ritual to invoke <laughs> Because Batman. I killed my parents in an alley with a gun. Well, okay, so part of the thing about chaos magic, so we're jumping like to the advanced shit, if there is such a thing as advanced magic stuff. Yeah, yeah, I cast Advanced Chaos Bolt one time. It totally killed a demon. What are we talking about? I don't even know anything but, but about so, Chaos So magic. the idea is that, so so the idea here is that by doing certain things, by by working on magic rituals, so this is for the self magic, by working on rituals, by coming up with these processes 
you can convince yourself that you have certain aspects of of possibly external forces or you can you can convince yourself that you are different than you believe you yourself to be sure how is that any different than like all the self-help stuff of like self-actualization like oh you think that something is shitty in your life why don't you just think about it differently and suddenly it's a good thing it's more fun because you can i mean that's it (laughs) it comes down to instead of going chaos magic instead of like self-improvement yes yes so chaos magic is is self-directed improvement but it's it's you decide what it is you want to do. If you want to be uh, more, if you want to be more of a dick in general, then you focus on that. Like you can make yourself more of a just an asshole because you're like, I want to be rich asshole Bruce Wayne instead of Batman. I want to be ultra wealthy white privilege to the max instead of like I don't know helping the systemic problems of Gotham. You just go beat up people with by having expensive toys. Like you're just you're making the situation worse instead of better. But if, like, like here's my problem with it. If chaos magic is just self-actualization, I could be like, well, you know, I here I am. I'm practicing some chaos magic today. Had a pretty bad day. My uh, boss made me feel real bad. I'm just going to open up my book of chaos spells here. Turn to page 53. That's where I have my bookmark. And right here, it's just a recipe for a pecan pie. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and cast this spell. And by that, I need pecans and sugar and flour and other things for pie. Probably flour and some pastry crust, I guess. And I bake up that uh, little chaos magic there. And then I have a slice of it. Hey, I feel pretty good. I guess I just magicked myself chaotically a pie and oops my boss is dead too i don't know how that happened it was the last thing it said my boss is also dead as a result of me making this pecan pie so pretty cool close spell book page 54 bookmark uh if you're wanting me to argue against that i'm not i'm not i'm gonna go that is no this is what i'm promoting is is so it's part of this is there's a lot of work beforehand of convincing yourself, but once you've convinced yourself that it works, then you're fine. I mean, so here's like here's a little peek behind the curtain here. I've improved myself at various points over the years. I think that striding for being a better person, either for yourself or for other people, is a tenant of a healthy individual. I consider myself very fortunate that I just have like genes or I'm wired or whatever to like generally want to do good. Like, when I've fucked over people in the past, it generally has not felt good to me, and so I don't want to continue doing that practice. So, like, if someone were to come up to me on the street and be like, man, I didn't know you were a level 3 chaos wizard, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And also, yes, uh, you should be kneeling and uh, groveling on my robes. Like, just because I practice being a better... Like, I don't know, like, this, this idea that oh, no, I'm doing the thing that you're doing, but to me it's called chaos magic. It's like, why are we making more words for this? Like, it's it's just call it self-improvement or something. Like, it feels so petty. What's it, I'm saying it's not just self-improvement. So some of this is... Uh, I'm, so the, the chaos magic school in general doesn't, doesn't just... It, it is often about... Okay, I'm trying to ex- figure out how to explain this. Part of it is uh, the idea... You'll do a ritual to find more money like you're gonna find a way to earn more money and i i i I cast pass go (laughs) exactly well no if you want to call it that you i mean part of this is you you start off with doing so there is a very okay i'm gonna be honest it's it's fucking insane some of the shit i mean it is (laughs) okay i'm gonna read from you read you the 
Um, the Hold warning... on, I'm gonna I'm gonna, ca- I'm gonna cast a spell uh, called Buy Index Funds, and it's gonna help improve my worth over the next five to seven years. <laughs> you can do that too, but the idea is, but okay, so let's say you're. An example, like let's say you wanted to find, you want to earn more money, so you sure. you you do a sigil, so you you do a magic spell where you write out what it is you want, you rearrange those letters in a certain way that you feel is aesthetically pleasing and feels like yes, uh, I've made the spell. Then you focus on it really hard. You you do your meditation. You feel good about it. And then you do something, maybe you burn up the paper that the sigil's written on or something. You, you, you release the spell. And then you go out into the world. And at this point, you focus a lot of time and energy on your subconscious and your conscious going, I want to earn more money. And you, you are going to shift your attention to looking for those opportunities to make money. Like you, you are, it's a way, it's a ritual, it's a fun thing to do that then puts your, you're directing your mindset. Like mm-hmm. that is, that is the internal thing. And it, and you're like, I want to, according to like Alan Moore, he's like, I want to change the world. I'm going to write a comic book series. That's going to be so influential and so wonderful that the world's going to all read it. And we're all just going to like change our mind. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, with that belief and that, that drive to change. I mean that, but it's like, well, it's, it's not, it's not, I'm trying to write an influential comic. I'm making a magic spell. I'm doing a complicated magical ritual that will change the reality of other people. That sounds more fun. I guess it just like, it feels weird that we have to couch it in terms of like dungeons and dragons. Like I don't, you don't have to. It's some people like this shit. And you and I play Dungeons and Dragons. So for someone like me who's an... I'm not a theist, and I've been a hardcore anti-theist for a long time, the idea of using my own psychology in my benefit in a fun way where I get to... I'm pulling down right now my magic wand. Like, I have a fucking magic wand! Here is the stand for it. You have not list- seen this. Oh my god. Yes. For the listener, I am being shown uh, a, a stand that has been built out of Legos, which it yes. looks like has the insignia of the Illuminati yes. uh, placed at the top of it. And yep, there is a top of it. Uh, uh, I assume only from Mr. Ollivander's store, because once he eventually moves out of that village, then nobody else gets wands, which seems crazy. You'd think that the idea that there'd be one guy and only one guy who sells wands in the entire wizarding world is like crazy bananas. But at, uh, but uh, Redstone managed to acquire one of the last ones of what I can only assume is made out of uh, you know, hippopotamus teeth and unicorn feathers. Because uh, unicorns had feathers, people. We've proven <laughs> this. They're just like dinosaurs. Look it up. So, two things. One, there's a gentleman who sells, and, and I mean this, in the real world, you can go on the internet and you can buy a unicorn. And he at least always shows a photo of this goat, of which he's made a horn, just one horn pop out of its head. They're baby, they're like, they're not baby goats, they're like miniature goats with one single horn. They look like shit. But <laughs> unicorn means one horn, and it has one horn, and he sells fucking unicorns to people and makes a living off of this. If that's oh not God. fucking magic, I don't know what is, because he convinced those people that goat is a unicorn. 
I kind of what I kind of love better is that he's taken this like let, like let's let's even call this thing a unicorn. It's just like ugly as sin. It's just got like big old buck teeth. Like yeah. the jaws don't close properly. Like the horn is at an angle. Like its hair is all like mottled and growing in patches. And people are like, this was our icon of beauty for so long. Like what what what's Lisa Frank gonna do now? Like they're they're in trouble. Well, that, that, and then suddenly Scotland, whose national animal, I shit you not, is the unicorn. They're like, stop it. We got to take this off the flag because the, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck us. Um, no, no, it, you, honestly, your description of the unicorn minus the port, like the horn's just also <laughs> a tiny nub. And he's been, you got to remember, in order for this to work out, this is, I mean, this is, he's bred these goats. Yeah, yeah. And by bread, I mean inbred these goats enough to where mm-hmm. they'll have a horn. If you don't think they have buck, if they're not like the most, <laughs> if they're not the goat version of the worst southern redneck you've ever thought of, that I mean, you're just that. That's yeah, what you like, need to go to. It's like the Habsburg line of goats, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, and secondly, uh, clearly, ah. Uh, Clearly, Rom has not even seen the movies for Harry Potter because a big plot point at the end is hunting down all these different wand manufacturers, basically. So, um, yeah. I read all the books. You did? Well, remember the end where where, um, uh, Voldemort's, like, where Harry's seen through Voldemort's eyes, he's seeing him harass, he, like, attacks, like, three different wand makers because he's trying to find the master wand. Hmm. Like Maybe I do remember that. Yeah. So they're just saying, although although it does seem weird, it's like one per country. I'm like, yeah. really? I can't think of anything else that we're just like one-offs for business-wise for countries. Like this is our this is our donut guy. <laughs> like if if he dies, like North America is just SOL for a while. Well, be, well, we did this thing called antitrust laws. If we didn't have those, oh yeah, those working out okay. but we i mean but at the same time like we at one point we only had one steel manufacturer and we're like wait a second that's that's a bad idea we're really fucked and they're like oh what if we just have like three of them and they all secretly work together instead of openly fine perfect yeah worked in the informant yep uh okay so what was the second thing that you were going to talk about a you own a magical wand to no, 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 no. It was the the first oh, part oh, was yeah, the Olivander. unicorns, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, that okay. was the second. I actually forgot it for a bit, and then I was like, oh, yeah. More <laughs> than one. I looked up and saw my magic wand. No, it's... So, yes, the whole point so it, is, it's mm-hmm. just fun. And okay. It, 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 right. it bothers you, the idea that people would have a, a religion of their own that they get to make up. Uh, so, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Spirituality to me is often conflated with like a capital T truth. Like, you know, there. I feel like it's very hard for someone to be like, I'm spiritual about this and it's total bullshit. Lulz. Like, I feel like often spirituality is tied to something that makes a person believe strongly in a greater idea and that pushes them forward. So if that idea of spirituality is utter nonsense or like in like a, a, a simulacrum of whatever is out there, then I'm like, then why is that there? Why not just like Occam's razor that away? 
I guess I'm just more confused by it. If people want to go out and have fun and say they're practicing chaos magic before they go out and buy a car, good on them. Like I'm not, I'm not going to hate on that. I'm just skeptical that that's going to be ultimately fulfilling. I guess. Yeah. I. Well. Okay. So this this is more the. This is the alternative route. I feel like to actual like hardcore spirituality and see this is where i'm kind of scared is that because if i ever got any listener it would probably be some chaos magic nerd who's now gonna send me death threats oh yeah we're um, or actually he's probably gonna nasty. do a ritual to kill me so with with that yeah. pecan pie um, <laughs> i'd say we're gonna get some nasty tweets but i don't do social media and you've been kicked off twitter yeah, so. <laughs> I, I have been uh and i keep thinking about getting back on but i'm like i'm not deleting that tweet so <laughs> And I forgot, and I forgot the password of my other account. Actually, I forgot the password to both my other account and the alt email that I used to do it. <laughs> oh man, that thing's just been nuked from orbit. It is gone forever. <laughs> and the and that and that email for any of you that would like to email me is send it to the magician redstone at gmail dot com. Wow, that's the one I can't access. So please send as many emails <laughs> as you want to that address. And I will respond to them as soon as, as soon as like Gmail doesn't go like, well, when did you create the account? I go, I don't fucking know. And they're like, that's the only question we're going to ask you. And uh, if you want to contact me, I've got a Twitch stream up under Rom Ulysses and just subscribe to me. And once I get 50 subscribers a month, uh, then yeah, maybe I'll respond to people. You're, you're technically not completely off social media because you also have an so the reason why I haven't said your full name ever is I was worried people would find your Instagram account of which you have two posts. So, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm always like you get tagged in it by your wife, but that's mm -hmm. it. So I know we can leave this in or cut it out. It depends on up to you. I don't know how much you want to give away. No, I don't care. No one's going to listen to this. It's fine. No one's... <laughs> and except for the FBI that's already listed. I'm sorry, not the FBI. The NSA. Come on. Right. Yeah, letters. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I guess that's that's my thing. Like, I don't think Alan Moore is like, oh, yeah, chaos. I don't know how he sounds. I don't... I'm going to make him George You, you heard him in the chaos. video. He, there was a fucking interview in the video, and you don't know what he sounds like. I was, like, making bacon and cooking eggs and so stuff. So you were like, having sex. Yeah, that is my code name, Macon Bacon. I mean, that is an old word for it, but Macon Bacon. What? Really? Yeah. It's a Macon Bacon, Bacon was totally like a 70s, maybe 60s slang for, yeah, having sex or Macon Bacon. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Shit. <laughs> Inadvertent. Fun. Different times. Um, So I was cooking pork products and uh so it was somewhat loud so i didn't hear his actual voice but i can only assume that alan moore isn't like doing this stuff and calling it chaos magic because he's like i just don't want to call it self-improvement you know like like it sounds like he believes in this stuff yeah. and there's people out there that are like i'm cast i'm casting spells and it's like what are you what are you talking about like well, that's can't... Wait, wait what do you mean the so the thing is the placebo effect works regardless like slightly worse if you know it's a placebo there's uh, 
there's some things placebo don't work on, right? Like I can't placebo myself to fly, right? Like I, I'm, I'm betting I can get a billion people to placebo think that they're going to fly and the zero of them are going to be successful. Hey, hey, if part of that magic ritual is building a jetpack, then you can fly motherfucker. Your magic just doesn't work yet. This was like the time when I interned at a, a, a company and I went to go like to the workshop of it. And this guy asked me how I could walk on water. And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, you freeze it. And I was like, okay. And like, like, yep, that checks out. Water has a couple different phases, but like, it's not, it's not magic, right? Like that's, that's science. And you can map that out. Like mysticism, the idea that like, like me, a human with no flight capabilities whatsoever could fly. Like that can't happen. But like you put me in an airplane and now I'm quote unquote flying. But it's like, cause there's a bunch of science shit and I'm burning fossil fuels. Like, like, uh, I, I don't know. It feels very cheap and hollow to say like, that was done by magic. It's like the same argument. Like when people are thankful for God and it's like, no, 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 no. Like I made you that hamburger. You can thank me. Like, don't thank grace. Thank Ron. Well, you should thank the cow. Honestly, that's that's who you should fucking thank for that hamburger. Cow had it coming. <laughs> I that is just I mean that is so that's my real spirituality is that's that's who you when you sit down to eat, when you take a moment to be thank you should be thankful and go, man, things had to die so I could live. And that that yeah. is the way the world, but being appreciative of that makes you less careless with the shit. So I yeah, don't know, I think it's a good thing. I'm on board with that. Fine. Yeah. Thank the dead things that are on your table that taste delicious. I full endorsement, put the ROM stamp on it. So, I mean, so no one's going to pursue chaos magic with the idea that it's bullshit. I mean, literally the first steps are convincing yourself that it works and some of it. It's so <laughs> yes, that's the point. You convince yourself it works. And then, so, okay, here, here, what, are... what a, what a brilliant first tenant that is though. Like whoever was behind that, like really, really knew what they were orchestrating here. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Like, so step it... one of this pecan pie, enjoy the pecan <laughs> pie. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I love this pie. In order to exp explain this properly, I'd have to take you through like the history of Western esotericism because it didn't Whoa. start off here. It started mm -hmm. off with people believing in like the ritual magic. You have things like the uh, the seals of Solomon in the Dark Ages. Basically, basically when science took a really big hit, uh, magic ended up taking a, like a really big upturn. Weird. That's a weird. I wouldn't have expected that. When people stop being logical, they turn to mysticism. That's strange, huh? That is yeah. the first time I've heard that corollary. Yes, I know, I know. But see, at the same time, there there, there are some be positive benefits. And slowly, but, but they believed in like, oh, no, no, you have to invoke the spirits or whatnot. And, and it had to be, it was all, you had to get the knowledge from somebody else. So there's a whole long tradition of, actually, this came from the ancient Egyptians, and the Asian Egyptians are like, no, we got this shit from, like, Atlantis. And there's this long <laughs> story about these th this this long lineage of where this all came from. And you must be initiated in, and you must be taught, like, it's, it's all... Because it's all very true, but it's all, like, you must... It's very formulaic. Okay. And that got loosened up a little later when, like, Alistair 
Crowley, and it's Crowley, not Crowley. Oh, apparently. we're actually doing it. We're, we're going through, and you're doing the whole history thing. I'm doing a very brief history. And then okay. he introduced the left-hand path, which was... I'm just going to look at my phone for a few seconds while you're well, talking. Keep going. Well, he introduced sex magic. He introduced, like... Oh, okay, I'm listening Yeah, again. I'm like, uh, we're getting to the good shit. So, uh, Crowley introduces sex magic. Well, now, when does he put... Uh, uh, blood and sugar in there because th I think the chili peppers really need Ooh. all four of those ingredients in order to become popular. So if you ever want a trip, you should read like shit about Crowley's life because believe me, he, there are things where he, uh, they in the OTO at some point back in the day, now it's like all symbolic, they would mix into a small cake uh, the semen of a righteous man and the menstrual blood of a woman and, you know, salt and pepper and stuff. And and then everyone would eat part of the cookie, like in their oh. fucked up communion. I thought that was their like, and then the cookies became baby. Like there's like stork origin story. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying like they made rituals that had these fucked up baking recipes where you're like yeah in the pecan pan and then go find the semen of a righteous man okay that i've been pretty righteous <laughs> that's just gotta be like you you're like brave warrior like all right like i had to squire for like eight years to that dick of a night i finally found like a wizard a rogue and i don't know like a priest we're ready to go out on this quest all right local merchant what are you looking for and he's like you are not gonna like this and it's, it's fine <laughs> i've waited eight years i squired under a knight that i hated i met a priest i've got this wizard i already forgot the fourth person it's a dwarf probably <laughs> just let me know whatever this quest is as long as it's like about my level we'll be happy to do it the merchant's like, okay, here's a vial. Great. And here's some gloves. That seems weird. I haven't needed gloves for any of the other <laughs> contracts that I've worked on for the last eight years. <laughs> but like, yeah, that sounds kind of gross to me. But like, no one's harmed, I guess. So fine. Yeah. Uh, why are we talking about this whole history? Why do I need to know about oh, semen so then, cakes? So, so then at some point, there's a group of people going, hey, do I really have to eat the semen cake? Can't I do something else? Do I have to invoke Bahamut? What about if I wanted to in invoke, I don't know, can somebody I just, else, some I... other mythical figure? What if I just have the frosting on the semen cake? Is oh, that acceptable? Oh, you don't want the frosting. If you don't want the semen cake, you specifically don't want the frosting. <laughs> By the way, on this topic, I'm just, at this moment, you're wearing a shirt that says Aloha, and it has a palm tree that goes in the O, but it makes it look like an, an anus. It makes the O look like an <laughs> anus to me, with, like, something dripping out of it. I'm sorry. That's... <laughs> That's all I and, and now and now he's got his hands next to it almost in a um oh, I can't remember what that was called, like the, the gapey? What was the oh. <laughs> you know That is the worst Canadian nickname for anybody I've ever heard. No, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. I do. We do not <laughs> need to talk about Goatsy anymore. <laughs> Cause that makes it better. Oh my god, we've gone full circle in a way, because we're talking about goats again. Oh my god. Alright. So 
So this basically, asshole comes people, along. people are like, I don't want to stick my finger in. Step nine, it says I have to stick my tongue up a goat's anus. I don't want to do that. What about other shit? Basically, people broke off and, and they realized they realized it was made up to a certain extent and it was convincing themselves. But they realized for a lot of things, this works. I mean, that's like um, number two. So this is from Philip Hines book, Condensed Chaos. He's got the four things you basically need. And um, second one is personal experience is all is that you do these things, you see if it works, if it doesn't work, you try something different, you keep trying this until it seems to work, then you repeat it, and you see if it works. And right, if it see. keeps working, and basically all you're doing is you're building up a correlation, not a causation, but you convince yourself. Like, as a scientist, I'm like, ah, oh, I see what you're, 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 you're switching your biases. You're going to keep yeah. a bias, but you're just making a new one cool if you can't get rid of them which i mean personally i prefer focusing on um trying to find truth and getting rid of my biases and and learning how to just be more in tune with what's real but at the same time if you want to have fun why the fuck not <laughs> there's just so much there <laughs> break it so, down for me okay so when you asked me at the top of this podcast red um <laughs> Do I, do I think I can ever get rid of all my biases? I still think the answer to that is probably no, but like just by me being consciously aware of them, I'm reducing the effect of a lot of them and diminishing their capacity that they have on me. And by being open and communicating with people around me and putting myself around other people that are also open and communicating, that can also help to undermine any unconscious biases that I have. But like, in my head, none of that's a spell. I'm just like, I'm, I have an open network of people around me that are willing to accept that I'm a mostly good person that occasionally will make a mistake and can help course correct on that. Ah, see, I think we're using the word bias in different ways. I think you're okay. thinking like, like kind of, you, you mean like when you do things that your perception of other people's situations or their abilities yeah. is wrong no i this is talking about like your sorry bias this is more like our when we we know that we have a natural um habit i keep bringing this up that we we have a negativity bias we are more likely to put an emphasis on um something bad in our lives over the positives if someone says a negative comment to me um i'm or just if whatever in my life is is giving me pain, I'm going to focus on that over the plurality of things that give me pleasure, that keep me safe, the the positive things in my life. That negative bias, um, it, I would say that's a bad thing, but it's just one bit of our perception that is skewed in a certain way. So I'm talking about perceptual skews of all kinds, but it could be also the idea that you're not... You want to be, I don't know, it, it could be anything. The, 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 the chaos magic spells of what you could be doing don't have to just be personal growth. I mean, it could be things like, I want to make more money. I, I am going to be invested. I want to be invested in myself. I want to be rich. I want to be powerful. Like, you can take it to those dark places 
Well, they don't necessarily have to be dark. It's just I want to manipulate my mind to where I focus on those things and I'm going to go after my goals. I'm going to be more motivated or I want to be as strong as Superman. I'm going to be super big, buff, and tough. And hopefully that will push you to also work out. <laughs> you like that, big, buff, and tough? Buff and tough is pretty great. That was Muffin fun tough? <laughs> I I want to be buff and tough. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so again, like, touched on a lot of things there. I, I think I got honestly lost. Um, but going back to this idea of if what you're talking about is biases, you mean, like, I have a certain amount of cones in my eyes that only let me see a certain amount of colors out there. I don't think that there is any amount of meditation or self-introspection that I can do to change the number of cones that I have in my eyes that limit what my perception of the colors around me are. No amount of drugs that I take, no amount of, you know, any of that can affect the physical parameter of what colors my eyes can see. They can only see what they're physically limited to. We could evolve past that tendency. We could perhaps develop technology uh, towards that, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, something uh, robotic or something biological could be a solution to that. But I consider those either uh, inorganic or organic solutions rather than spiritual or magical solutions. So your argument seems to be because magic can't do everything. Like it could have limitations, like it cannot alter your eyes. But if it does make you rich by changing your perception to start looking for opportunities to make money. I don't understand. Yeah, that's right. I don't have a problem. I, I'm not, I don't have a problem saying, yeah, you are not going to be able to honestly fly without a jetpack. But if you fucking make a spell where like, I'm going to learn how to fly. And then you build yourself a jetpack. I'm like, hell yeah, I don't have any, we don't have any argument on this front. I think, I think you're, you, you, you are expecting more from magic. Like, and I said, magic is real in a sense. There sure. are certain, there are limitations to anything. Uh, you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being the person that if someone says magic is real, I'm like, let's clarify what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why we started with, because you're, you filter things through your perception, you can change your perception. Which, honestly, you you could, if you wanted to, you could cast a spell that if you believed enough, you could convince yourself you have more cones or rods in your eyes and you see a wider thing. You Absolutely. can manipulate your own perception reality to the point where you might go insane. No sure. one's I mean, this is also not without risk. Yeah. This is part yeah, of this I mean, is yeah. This is how fascism came around, right? Like, yeah, people can like self delude themselves into anything. Um I even your example, if we can take a step back, you're like this is this is this is something I struggle with sometimes. When someone says, you know, I am gonna be I'm gonna spiritually push myself, I'm gonna cast magic spells so I can fly, and so I made this jetpack and now I can fly. I think like normal person, I think that normal ROM would be like, okay, and then I would like kind of peer into that person's intent. Like, are they using that jetpack to the good of society. If they're doing it to the good of society, then I'm probably like, all right, like I'll, I'll let them continue with that, like self delusion. But then if they're like, and I use this jetpack to rain bombs down on my foes, then I'll be like, ah, 
I don't think that your spirituality did that or magic did that. I think you built something science did. Like, so I don't know. Like, I, I think if they're not hurting anybody and if they're helping people, like, great. I would let that, you know, what what I consider to be a logical inconsistency go by. But if they are hurting things, then I would probably come down a little harder on that. See, personally, I think actions are the most important thing. Like, it, it doesn't matter why you do shit. If you do things that have negative outcomes, that needs to be corrected. I, I don't care if it's logically consistent or not. That's, it is our actions that define us. Your intentions mean nothing to me. So. Yeah, I, I think I said that same thing, right? Like, if you. Except, except then you're. I don't know. Right. I, I, more my my whole point of bringing up like hermeticism and chaos magic was just the mainly I didn't have something I was like I'm going to convince uh, Romulus's of this week. I was like, hey, I want to bring in an interesting perspective mm-hmm. of how. I mean, it's a thing where you're like, hey, this is something people have convinced themselves work by pseudoscientific methods. Of yeah. I keep doing this until I find a thing that correlates, whether it's not even you know like the number of pirates versus climate change. Like you can find correlations if you want to. I, yeah. I just found it to be an interesting thing. The idea of consciousness manipulation on the purposeful level. Uh, I love that. Right. Like I think again pushing yourself to be better in whatever aspect you think that is, if you succeed at that and you actually end up being a better person, call it magic, call it God, call it self-determination, call it self-improvement. I don't care what you did as long as you came out and you're doing things better for yourself and for society around you. If you come out of it and you're a worse person or a fascist, then it's like, well, you did it bad. You did it bad. We, we just want to point out, yeah, he's saying a bad, and we do mean if you turn out a bad person which can include being a fascist. A fascist. You yeah. put them as like separate categories somehow. I'm like, no, no, no. Just want to point out to the audience, we do mean that's a subcategory of bad yeah. person. Fa- fascist, bad. I don't like fascists. Did you get that? Was that <laughs> I, clean? Was that neat? Okay. I'm going to. Can you say, I do not like fascists so I can edit out the not? Yeah. I donut fascists. <laughs> was that okay? Did I do yes. good? Okay. I wish I could give you a treat. Of a super sour gummy worm. Mm, that sounds pretty good. I'm trying to do not a lot of sugar right now. Got a little bit of a punch. I'm trying to work down. <laughs> Sorry. Just curious, how much do you weigh? Uh, I was I was a hungry, hungry 157 yesterday. Damn. Sorry, that's what I'm shooting to try to get to. And it's weird that mm-hmm. you're trying to go lower. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm, because we're about the same height, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Of course, I weighed myself and I hit uh, a, an all-time low for this month of 132. Whoa. I mean, sorry, 123.2. Whoa. I was imagining it in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been hovering at 125 for about two years right now, and I keep trying to gain weight, and it just doesn't yeah. happen. Just gotta get. You know what? My my wife went out recently and bought like these little 10-pound dumbbells, and I love them. Like, I can just, like, put on, like, something on TV or something, and just for, like, a half hour, I'll, like, oh, I'll do curls first, and then, like, oh, and then I'll do tricep extensions. Oh, and then I'll do, like, uh, I'll sit down and I'll, like, do, like, press lifts or whatever, and, like, I just do them until I get tired, then I set them down, 
and I just go to the next one. I do them until I get tired. And I do that for like a half hour. And after a half hour, I'm like, I am wrecked. And I'm not, but I'm not like so wrecked that the next day I can't do it again. And it's just a way of like, I'm going to sit down and like watch TV or whatever for a half hour every day. And it's just these 10 pound weights. It's not like it's a 25 pounder. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like really sure. It's just like, nope, it's just 10 pounds. I can do all these things. I can do flies. And then just like, you just do them until you get tired. Yeah. Because like a longer workout is going to be better at teaching your body. Oh, I need to be prepared for this more often anyway. And it's not, you're not going to get like sun's out, guns out, but you're just going to feel like toned and better about yourself. You have. So although this, although this podcast is about me convincing you to join this organization, you have convinced me to use the weights my wife already has. And it's kind of pushed me because my, my favorite way to run and which is why I haven't been running lately is on a treadmill with my eyes closed, listening to a podcast <laughs> with your eyes closed. This, this is the point. This is, I like, I love the feeling of running with my eyes closed and you can't do that out in the world. You will die or you yeah, will get red. hurt. <laughs> I have never heard jeans scream so much to not be replicated as I enjoy running with my eyes closed. You know what my favorite cereal is? Lead paint. Like, oh, okay, those are your jeans just saying, like, I give up, I guess. No, it's like, I like the feeling, like, when I run, it's it's nice to actually be able to shut my eyes and focus on my body sensations. Yeah. Like, you don't the feel of my legs pumping and my arms moving. And, and I, I like that, but yeah. you can't, but I can't, when I'm running with my eyes open, I'm too vis visually stimulated where it's hard to focus in that way. So I enjoy having my eyes closed, but yes. And I used to do it when I ran on a track because I used to do, well, I was a long distance runner. Uh -huh. As long as I was on a thing where I was going to run into shit, I would literally just close my eye. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But turns out that skill does not replicate into the rest of the world. Yes. <laughs> that will uh, get you murdered. Yes. Some of my, some of my greatest moments of like gym spirituality have been like when I've been like lifting weights or whatever, and just like, I'm seeing things, but I don't identify or resolve any of it. It just becomes like kind of a kaleidoscope of mm -hmm. like colors and sense like, I've had those experiences and like, I love them. That is, that is amazing that you, uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to admit this. When you first were explaining how you, uh, do meditation through working out and you first described it, honestly, in, internally, I fucking discounted the shit out of this. And I'm just like, I'm trying to be open-minded. I try to be a good friend. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he makes a good argument. But literally when you're talking about that, I'm like, no shit. That's like the upper, like that's when you, when you've been meditating for a while and you do that and you start seeing the weird shit, that's when you know you're hitting some good stuff. And I'm like, shit, nope. Romulus has definitely been meditating, using workout, which to be honest, my wife does yoga as part of her meditation program. Oh man. Yoga is brutal. Yeah. And, and yoga. And that's what yogis were doing that too. And I'm like, I don't know why I thought lifting weights would somehow be different. And I just have to apologize for in my head shitting all over you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no worries. Like, uh, you know, I think it's one of the tenden, uh, tenets of like a, a good relationship to just like realize like, oh, I've been discounting 
everything this person's been saying for a while. But, like, now I can, like, go back and revisit the, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think anything's perfect. I don't think relationships are perfect. So it's like, oh, yeah, like, I thought you were totally full of horseshit for a while. Or, like, I realized for the first three years that we were hanging out, like, I was trying to change you completely. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Like, yep, like, those things happen. Cool. What are we doing now? Well, yeah. Let's go well, well get part some of ice it, creams. part of it is I wanted I wanted to explain how I was totally shitting on you in my head, and I thought that's hilarious. But I can't say that when I'm shitting on you because that's just a mean <laughs> thing to do. So now I get to retroactively shit on you while going. But I was a dick, so that was a dick move. Actually, this is on me. I am an asshole, but I still get to somehow subtly shit on you in the past. Sure. Yeah. That's what I realize. I, I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, by the way, I got to tell you a story. I turn out shitty in the end. But in the <laughs> meantime, I'm going to kind of, it's like I'm pissing on you, but I'm pissing in a bucket instead. And then it gets flung back at me. I'm like, ah, right. oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. You and I excel at telling stories where it's like, I am not the good person in this story. <laughs> and I'm starting. I love those. Those are the, some of the best stories. Because it's usually, it's it's you get a little bit of the hero's journey in it. Where it's like, yeah, I was going along, and uh, didn't I think I was great? And then it turns out I was a bastard, and but now I've learned, and now I've come yeah, full and circle. Then I pushed Frodo into the volcano in the ring's mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> the end. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's healthy to, like, again, I, I feel like I'm mostly a good person. I feel like you're mostly a good person. But, like, part of being a good person, I feel like, is, like, acknowledging when you've done bad things or doing those bad things to be, like, did I enjoy that? Because, like, I, I I think if you truly hold evil or bad in your heart, there's no amount of facade you can put up that will stay that way forever. That will, whatever is within you will break through to the surface. And you're just going to hurt more people around you if you've been uh, putting on a little play this entire time. Uh, so, yeah, do, do, do a little bit of bad, you know? Uh, figure out where your limit is did you enjoy it and then like do meditation or chaos magic or you know self-improvement whatever you need to do to figure out like oh can i curb this which to to point out this goes all the way back to i'm gonna fuck up his name jungian philosophy he talks about the shadow and shadow work because and i everybody has dark impulses i don't nobody i don't care if anyone tells you that they don't have occasional dark impulses when somebody cuts them off in traffic, if they don't, like, for a brief instant, wish a meteor would just plow <laughs> into the car as long as it didn't inconvenience your continued motion forward. I mean, like, you get those. And I, I will say, the more you meditate, you often you start seeing, you're like, shit, where did that come from? That was dark. The, the people that claim that they have no dark impulses like that are also the ones that, like, as a couple are like, no, we we never fight. We never argue. And, like, yeah, okay. All right. Like, call me back when you've murdered each other because if you've been together for two years and never argued, like, it's just immediately going to come to knife point. Uh, I, I, well, okay. I will say I'm not sure I've had an argument with my wife. Um. We have had a few disagreements, and as soon as it gets heated, this is... I I love that she's able to diffuse situations, but the fact the uh -huh. waterworks turn on immediately... But it's, like, yeah. genuine. She's like, I'm so sorry that I've made you this upset. Like, she's genuine. I'm like, I wanted to be mad for a little... Like, could you give me, like, two minutes just to be, like, genuinely fucking <laughs> pissed? 
Like, I'm just, could you let me vent a little bit before you, but she just takes it away. It's not like, it's not like she like makes me turn, like hide it. It's just like, oh shit, she's crying and I can't help but feel empathetic for her. Like, and she's upset that I'm upset and then I'm trying not to cry. Yeah, and we, but it, it's, it sucks a little bit because I like being pissed. Being pissed is kind of fun. I mean, it's, it's a powerful the, emotion, man. It's the one positive about Trump is I get to be as pissed as much as I want in my life. Uh, or about 500,000 times more than I want to. There was a time freshman year in college that I like had a really upsetting phone call with like a friend of mine. And I remember I was just like so angry afterwards that I just like, I literally did like, <laughs> like it's such a dumb teenage thing to do. But like, like I ended the call, I threw my phone against the wall and it like shattered. <laughs> oh, shit. And I was like, I just need to run <laughs> like like a total like footloose dance in the forest moment. And I just like started running and I kept running and I kept running. And there was a track right near my wait, dorm wait, where wait. I was what, staying. Were your eyes open or shut? Open like okay. a normal okay. human that wants to live. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so you're running. <laughs> and so I ran around this track uh, 32 times. Damn. And then I stopped because I was like all right, that's probably good. And like, wasn't tired, felt great. Like next day was just fine. Like it was just like pure unadulterated rage fueled me for that like six mile run or whatever it was that I was not in shape for. And I remember like afterwards being like, I shouldn't have been able to do that. That's a powerful, dangerous emotion that's there. Like I am aware of that. <laughs> Uh, you, no, you should totally be able to do that. That's literally like the the the, the longest long distance thing in track and field. Is I think it's I think it is like thirty two times around the track. Yeah, I mean, like normally I would like train for that kind of, but it was just like I knew the whole time I was just like in my head was just like rage and hate, and that was the only thing pushing me that entire time. And it felt fucking amazing, and I was doing it, and it was like the fastest I'd ever been. And then it just like the end of it, it was just like wow, like, I lasted a long time on hate and rage. Like, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's inside me. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm 17. <laughs> Maybe I was 18. I don't know. So, in other words, you learned the dark side is easy to access. Yeah, man, for sure. It's super easy. It, it is amazing. I honestly think I could boil down almost all of my tr my inner philosophy on lines from the Star Wars original trilogy mm -hmm. i mean literally it's like like what do this I... is the sound of no one being surprised <laughs> of course not of course not i mean it's just the, the the movies have that great the the hero's journey and it's got some simple but deep philosophy that you only realize later on why fucking cliches are cliches is that they're overly true yeah it's like god damn it all right, so how do, how, do, how do we end this podcast, Red? What do we do now? We normally have you rate how you feel about joining this cult. Okay, can you summarize really quickly what the pitch was for this week? So actually, let's, let's put it this way. Um, this week, we are mainly discussing the idea of magic and that there is the ability to alter your own reality by, by your own focus, by doing certain actions uh, not only can you, you can change your own reality and the reality of others. These techniques are totally different. And uh, we could use these techniques 
in the cult to change the world. In, in your cult, are you going to use these terms by like what some in fields of sociology or psychology might be, you know, those terms? Or are you going to be using terms like chaos magic? Oh, uh, this is part of the, I, I, I need help figuring this part out. I have like the system. I understand what, like the point of the thing is chaos magic to me. Yeah. How we explain it to other people is how, however, what works. And if we decide being scientific about it works way better, which I generally approve of. I just want to bring out this other point of view. I say we go with that, but I'm looking for, I'm not looking for, Again, this isn't supposed to be a cult in the normal sense. This is actually, hey, you want to join a group of like-minded people that discuss and figure out ways to change the world? On a scale yeah. of 1 to 10, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that was like a coffee house in Paris in the 1790s, right? NBD. Yeah, sounds good. Um, okay, so you're saying you would, you're would, you open to either, either calling it chaos magic or calling it self-improvement? Yeah. You know, I want, ba- whatever. Those two avenues? Yes. Okay. If we're using terms based in like clinical psychology and sociology and that kind of thing, uh, I'm into that. I think that that can be extraordinarily helpful. And I think that those type of ideas that are more rooted in a larger scientific setting are less likely to be perverted um, and uh, abused. Not perfectly, right? You can get social Darwinism from Darwinism, right? Like people always fuck up whatever they <laughs> whatever they want to justify them being shitheads. Yep. Um, but I think it, it it promotes less inherent falsehoods by using a field that which we are all collaboratively trying to understand. So if, if we're doing that, I forget what I gave my enthusiasm last week on. I think it was pretty low. Uh, I'll, I'll jump it up to like, uh, oh, it was a two last week. Okay. I'll bump it up to a four. Uh, hey. I'm, 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 I'm into that if, if that's what we're using to help people address um, themselves in the society that they're in. I think that we cannot do enough as people to help build communities that are healthy and make healthy people and promote healthy living i think that's tremendous if we're calling it chaos magic that fucking sucks i'm at a one <laughs> all right just so for the record calling it chaos magic remulises is not in at all but if we call it re-education centers he's at a four <laughs> yeah with, dude was holding that one back and with that, we're going to end this podcast. Thanks for joining us. If this ever gets on the internet, have a good one. Cue the outro. Um, <laughs> so in all in all seriousness, I've literally been talking with like some coworkers about this, and I keep like, I think we need to set this up. And to be honest, I know that these are re-education centers. I, I need to say this out loud over and over again to remind myself of what I'm suggesting. I'm so mad that you held on to that punchline for so long. I'm so proud of you, and I'm so mad at you at the same time. I mean, I haven't stopped recording, so technically the episode doesn't have to end yet. No, these these are, these are our bloops. <laughs> this episode was recorded by me. Uh, Redstone Art Gender uh, at an undisclosed location. Because, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I did all, all the stuff. Yep. <laughs>